Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the first day of Eagles training camp is in the books. So coming up on today's show, day one observations from the first day of practice. Before we get started, though, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We are closing in on yet another milestone of 47,000 subscribers. And now that training camp is here, we have some actual football to talk about. Let this be your home for year-round and daily coverage of the birds. And a programming reminder, going to be going live tomorrow, Thursday, 5 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Pacific. We'll recap another day of Eagles practice and do a whole bunch of content and, of course, chop it up with the Fly Eagles Fly family. Subscribe and join us. Today's show is sponsored by Kanzuri. You can get a great deal on their height-boosting shoes at kanzuri.com chat. We'll put that link in the comment section and in the description of this video, and we'll tell you more about them here in just a little while. So let's start out with some Eagles roster moves here. We talked about this acquisition yesterday on the show, and then the Eagles made it official prior to the first day of practice, signing wide receiver Deion Kane. Going to have an opportunity to compete for that number five, number six wide receiver spot, depending on how many wide receivers the Eagles have on that 53 corresponding roster move. Philadelphia did release tight end Dalton Keene. And then wide receiver Devin Allen, the track star, has been placed on the non-football injury list because of a calf injury that he suffered while partaking in some track events a couple of weeks ago. Now let's get our day one observations underway. Let's begin with talking about some of the running backs here. Nick Sirianni, prior to the Eagles taking the practice field, did say that all running backs will rotate in with the starters. Rashad Penny did get the first carry with the first team, but the thought process in doing this is that every single back gets reps with the first, second, and third string to keep them all fresh. It is going to be a running back by committee approach for Philadelphia. Nick Sirianni did say as much, and I like the depth at this position. And shout out to Trey Sermon, because on day one of Eagles camp, after Sirianni raved about him earlier this offseason, he played extremely well. I also agree with the team-building philosophy here for Howie Roseman, because he doesn't invest a ton of money in a position that's expendable, but replaceable with a lot of really solid players across the league. Eagles are number 23 among 32 teams in running back spending. All of their running backs combined making just over $7 million. And last year, right around that same philosophical thought approach, 23rd in the NFL with their running back spending. This is also good news going into camp. I like the culture that Nick Sirianni has built. He'll hold players accountable, which is really important, but he's fostered a really good environment. People like to play for him. And he sets expectations, and because of that, players meet them. 
Sirianni in his introductory press conference prior to training camp today said that every player passed their conditioning test. Nobody flunked it. That's great news for the Birds. They were top five in injury rate last year, meaning they were one of the healthiest teams in the NFL. Now to some injury news. I don't think this is anything to be overly concerned about unless Hassan Reddick does suffer another injury. So he didn't practice today because of a groin injury. If he re-aggravates that, that is something that could last a couple of weeks. You don't want that to happen for one of the premier edge rushers in the game. He's expected to be back soon. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles, who nowadays, compared to previous years, do have a good medical staff, decide to sit him for a little while until they know for a fact there is no chance of re-injury. Because what Reddick did last year, very, very impressive. What he's done since getting off to a slow start after being that high pick by the Arizona Cardinals at a temple, actually that draft in Philadelphia too, and for him to grow up across the river in New Jersey, pretty good story there. He's developed into a very, very special, impactful, and dominant player. The only player in NFL history to have three straight seasons of double-digit sacks with three different teams. Last year, 16 in the regular season, three and a half more in the NFL playoffs. You're starting defensive tackles with the first team for Philadelphia, Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox. We expected that. I didn't think that Jalen Carter, day one of practice as a rookie, was going to unseat any of these players, but Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox taking up a lot of real estate on that defensive line, and Davis, he played well on the first day of practice. Had a good pass rush in which he pushed the offensive line, able to get a little bit of pressure. The dude is 6'6", 340 pounds. If he can be a three-down player in this league, he can be absolutely dominant for Sean Desai's defense going into his sophomore campaign. And if that's the case, that's great news for this Eagles defense. Still more to come on today's show. Plenty more to talk about. But first, the program today, sponsored by Kanzuri. Get 15% off at Kanzuri.com slash chat. To all my short homies out there, have you ever wished you're just a little bit taller? Maybe you matched on Tinder, but her profile says must be over six feet tall. Maybe your date wants to wear heels, but she can't because it'll make her taller than you. Well, I got the short kings covered with today's show. Kanzuri, make shoes that can make you up to 2.8 inches taller without anyone knowing. Look, girls get heels, makeup, push-up bras. Why can't men get a confidence boost as well? and get their height boosted a little bit. We're all the same height lying down anyway, if you know what I mean. Kanzuri shoes, not only height boosting, but also stylish and comfortable. They're not grandpa's Velcro shoes, but as you can see with what we're showing you here, with all of these images, they're also fashionable, very comfortable, and you can even wear them without the height increase. So for a limited time only, our listeners, our viewers, get an extra 15% off your order at kanzuri.com slash chat. The site is already... 30% off. So use our link, and that's an extra 15% off. So 45% off in total of your order. Life's short, but you don't have to be. It's time to level up the playing field, boys. Maybe update that dating profile to six feet tall like Will Scott did. Kanzuri, an absolute game changer when it comes to your dating life. We'll put that link in the comment section and in the description of this video. So one of the ongoing storylines for the Eagles all throughout the offseason, really since the NFL draft, is the continued hype the continued discussion around Nolan Smith. Everybody was really impressed with what he did throughout rookie minicamp as well as OTAs. He was deemed small going into the draft at 238 pounds, but very similar build to Von Miller 
at a very similar frame to a guy like Kassan Reddick. And if you're as fast as Nolan Smith is, he ran like a sub 4-4 40-yard dash, something crazy like that in the pre-draft process, then you're going to be able to win a lot of matchups in this league as an edge rusher. And so far, his speed coming off the edge continues to absolutely impress. And this is a great development for him. He got a pressure on Marcus Mariota. Mariota, a rough day on day one of training camp. He fumbled trying to escape. And what I realized is that watching the quarterback documentary on Netflix, Marcus Mariota fumbled a bunch of snaps in critical situations. It seems as though this continues to be a problem for Mariota. It also continues to be the case that Nolan Smith could carve out a pretty solid role in his debut season in the NFL just because of the speed and athleticism that he has and the need for the Eagles to get pressure on the quarterback because that was the backbone of their defense last year. Speaking of Mariota, I would not be shocked if Mariota doesn't make the team, if the Eagles decide to let him go if he struggles. This is an organization that is always willing to invest in the backup quarterback role. And if Mariota doesn't cut it, the Eagles could look to make a trade at that position to bolster it because they understand how important a backup quarterback is. Look, you think about my entire lifetime, you know, A.J. Feely, Coy Detmer, Jeff Garcia, Michael Vick, Nick Foles, they always invest in the backup quarterback position and invest heavily in the backup quarterback position. He threw another interception to Christian Ellis. And let's talk about Ellis here. So he played his college football at Idaho, and he's been in the league for a couple of years in OTAs and in minicamp. This was the guy that everybody was raving about, instinctual player who was making plays and intercepting Marcus Mariota before, as well as getting some pass breakups on a guy like Jalen Hurts. N'Kobe Dean Nicholas Morrow penciled in to be your starting backers for Sean Desai's defense. Don't count out Christian Ellis for maybe nabbing one of those spots and making this 53-man roster. Now, still to come on the show, more practice notes, a standout star. How did Jalen Hurts fare as well on the first day of training camp? First, though, if you want to support the channel, you like what we're doing here at Chat Sports, please let us know. A couple of ways for you to do that. Like the video. You can comment and share your thoughts. Most importantly, though, as I said, subscribe to the show. Turn on those notices. Therefore, anytime we push out a video, anytime we go live, you'll be notified as we approach 47,000 subscribers. The two backup cornerbacks on day one, Greedy Williams and Josh Joby. And this is an Eagles secondary that's an extremely deep unit. There's, there could be some quality players on the outside looking in of this 53-man roster. As of right now, it's Greedy Williams and Josh Joby as the backups. But again, a good player could end up getting cut. There's also... An interesting battle at the tight end position because of the Eagles signing veteran Dan Arnold in free agency. And in Tim McManus's pre-training camp roster projection, he had Tyree Jackson not making the team. In camp, in the preseason, at 6'7", 250 pounds, Tyree Jackson is an athletic marvel. He played college football at Buffalo and was a quarterback there, then made the pivot to tight end. A lot of players have been successful in making that switch up. So too is Tyree Jackson. If he can stay healthy, this guy can make this team and I think be an impactful player as that athletic freak if you want to run some 12 personnel packages alongside Dallas Goddard with two tight ends. Reed Blankenship, James Bradbury, also impressing on day one, had a couple of good pass breakups. Bradbury in the 
end zone uh, or around the end zone for some red zone drills. And then Reed Blankenship, whose pro football focus numbers last year were very, very solid, continues to have the inside track at being one of the team's starting safeties. As for Jalen Hurts at the start of training camp, shout out to Elliot Shore Park for some of his training camp notes, but also these Jalen Hurts statistics. Does a great job for 94 WIP Go Birds podcast. He charted and does chart every single throw that all of the quarterbacks make, including Hertz. And today, 6 of 10 on his completion and attempts, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He's also getting pressured a lot by the Eagles defensive line that ESP had noted won the day against this Eagles offensive line. Have a day, Dallas Goddard. Continue to say he's criminally underrated in all NFL circles. Two touchdown catches from Jalen Hurts on day one of training camp. Going into 2023, Dallas Goddard can be the secret weapon and the key ingredient to unlock to, to unlocking, excuse me, the Eagles' red zone offense this upcoming season. Dallas Goddard can help unlock this Philadelphia Eagles red zone offense in 2023 that kind of struggled last year because he's a great red zone threat who I don't believe has been used enough for how good of a player he is as a blocker and a pass catcher inside the 20. You take a look at the Eagles red zone efficiency last year, expected points added per play. That's basically the war version for football, number four in the NFL. But their pass rate was 31st. Goddard can help out there. Their passing success ranked 25th among 32 teams. I think that Goddard can assist you in that category as well. Yards per attempt, they were only 16th. Expected points added per rush was number four, but their third down conversion percentage was only 17th in the NFL, and Dallas Goddard can serve as the security blanket for Jalen Hurts inside the 20, but especially along that goal line. He can win a lot of matchups against some smaller defensive backs and linebackers. He can rise up and catch some of those 50-50 balls. I wouldn't mind seeing the Eagles throw some fade balls to him, but on some of those out routes, he has the ability to make guys miss and break tackles. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles, that's paramount for them to include Goddard more in the red zone offense this year. The Eagles red zone offense, further numbers here. They were a top five scoring offense in all areas of the field a year ago, but they scored touchdowns on goal-to-go goal situations at 83%. That was fifth in the NFL. So if they can get even better in that category, Goddard can certainly help them. So that does it for our takeaways for day one of Eagles training camp. This is the coverage that you can expect all the way up until the start of the season, preseason watch parties, Anytime there's big news, we have you covered here on the show. To all the real ones who are still hanging out, let me know down in the comments section. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe, and we'll see you tomorrow live on Eagles Now.